Now to CNN's Gary Tuckman, who watched this debate as he has for all three with voters in Nevada, Iowa. Gary? Anderson, we're just 68 days away from the first in the nation Iowa caucuses. And because of that, we've come to Iowa for all three of the debates to talk to loyal Republicans about the debates. And these are some of those loyal Republicans. This is Nevada, Iowa. This is the county seat of Story County, right in the middle of the state of Iowa. And we have come here each of the debates to see what's changed and what hasn't changed after each of these debates. So I'm going to ask you who you think did best in this debate. But first, I want to ask you just a one-sentence headline. If you were going home and telling someone about this debate, what would you say in one sentence? What would your headline be in a newspaper? I like this debate much more than the first two, and I'd love to see the differences enunciated between the candidates this time. Uh, calm, controlled, and informative. Uh, character counts over name-calling, and four out of five of people on the stage I could see being in the White House. Foreign policy takes center stage. Uh, unlike the Democrats, the topics were sane, reasonable, and had reasonable consideration. Second row. Not really a debate, more of just a stru structured discussion. GOP stands in solidarity and in support of Israel. A much more civil debate tonight. Trump won another one. Because he wasn't there. That's right. Up there? I appreciate Ramaswamy bringing up nuclear as a medium for America's energy dominance. Yes? They all mentioned the need for a larger U.S. Navy fleet. None of them mentioned the need for a larger U.S. merchant marine fleet to provide the needed logistic support if they have a war event. That's a long headline, but okay. <laughs> More substance, less spectacle. Third time's a charm. All right, third time's a charm. So we're going to talk about the three times. The first time we were here, most of you said that Ramaswamy won, quote-unquote, won the debate. The second debate, most of you said DeSantis did. Haley came in second both times. So my question is, who do you think, quote-unquote again, won the debate? It's not scientific, but we've been with you three times now. I'm going to do an alphabetical order. Who thinks Christie won the debate? And zero. Who thinks DeSantis won the debate? One, two, three, four. Who thinks Haley won the debate? One, two, three, four, five, six. Who thinks Ramaswamy won the debate? One, two, three. Who thinks Scott won the debate? So Nikki Haley, who's coming second for the first two debates among this crowd in Story County, has come in first this time. Who picked Haley again? Raise your hand. Let me ask you, why do you think she won? I think she was attacked by people, and that means that they fear her, and I think she's strong, and she reacted appropriately, and she's, she's not a pushover. Brett Parker, he's the mayor here of Nevada. Why do you think she won? I think with foreign policy being center stage, it really plays into her strengths, and they spent a lot of time on that topic. And we saw her go toe-to-toe -to -toe with tyrants of the UN, and you can see her doing that as president. Jeff, who did you pick? Uh, Nikki Haley. Why do you think she won? Uh, same reason. Uh, with all that's going on in the world, foreign policy is forefront in everybody's mind. Being a UN ambassador, she's got the most experience of all of them, and um, I think that, that it played into her strengths. Who picked DeSantis? Why do you think DeSantis won? Uh, well, unlike the other candidates, he's, uh, aside from Scott, he actually holds office right now, and that office is in the executive branch. So everybody else says what they would do or what they did 10 years ago. DeSantis says what he's doing now and what he's going to be doing once he changes that position. Who picked Ramaswamy? Okay. Why do you think Ramaswamy won? And by the way, I think you were referring to Ramaswamy when you said four out of five people are qualified to be president. 
That's correct. Okay. How, why do you differ from him? I think he wasn't afraid to speak his mind, and I felt like everybody else was kind of in, in sync with each other and didn't really vary as much as he did, and he just wasn't afraid to go against the grain. Okay, now 13 people here. 12 of you voted for Donald Trump in the 2020 election. This gentleman in the upper left used to be a Democrat. He just changed his registration to Republican, so he didn't vote for Trump. You didn't vote for Biden, though, either, right? That's correct. Who'd you vote for four years ago? I voted for Andrew Yang. Okay, you voted for Yang. So. All of you, 12 of you, 12 of the 13 voted for Trump. How many of you are ready to vote for Donald Trump right now in the caucuses? How many of you will caucus for Trump? Just two. So 12 of you voted for Donald Trump for president, but only two of you are ready to caucus for him. Why is that? Who wants to speak about that? Why aren't you ready to support I, I Trump? A, I, okay, I like, the, I like the Donald. He's not perfect. But I think it's possible if he gets felonies that the Democrats are going to take him off the ballot, and so we need DeSantis as our backup plan. What about you? How come you're not ready to vote for Trump? Not the same reason. I'm afraid of his uh, legal status, and I don't think that he would. I think he could win, but I don't think he would win. So you're afraid he might end up in prison? At least off the ballot because of legal issues. Okay. I want to tell all of you thank you for talking to me. Are any of you closer to voting for somebody? who you didn't come in for, knowing who you'd vote for because of this debate. You're closer. Closer to who? Well, I was a big fan of Mike Pence, and obviously that changed. But so uh, you were closer to voting for Haley? I am, yeah. And you? I think I'm closer to DeSantis. To DeSantis. I want to thank all of you for talking with us. It's been a pleasure being with you again. Anderson, the winner today, in this group at least, Nikki Haley, that is the story in Story County, Iowa. Yeah. Back to you. It's great to hear from the same folks uh, each night. It's really to th th thank them. Thank you very much, Gary. Back with the panel, joining us, CNN political commentator and former Obama senior, uh, special advisor, Van Jones. Van, we haven't heard from you tonight. What'd you make of? Uh, I, th I thought uh, Nikki Haley gave a master class on foreign policy. I thought she gave a master class, uh, class on abortion. Um, if you just took those two clips, uh, you could teach a course on political c communication, conversation, uh, she's a force. Uh, she's a force. Um, I also thought you know, they, uh, Israel was, was mentioned. Uh, I thought the Republican Party uh, took advantage of some of the disarray in the Democratic Party and stuck up for Jewish kids who were you know, scared to leave their dorm rooms and, and all that kind of stuff and came very, very forcefully uh, saying that Jewish kids shouldn't be scared to, le lose their, to leave their dorm rooms in this country. And I thought that was an important uh, 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 development uh, in the conversation overall. I think that, uh, and listening to the focus group, they saw Nikki Haley as a fighter. Mm -hmm. And uh, Republicans like fighters, as we know. They think mm -hmm. Donald Trump is a fighter. For instance. Uh, right. And so she had to fight tonight because everybody was attacking her. But I also want to add something else is that, and, and this was also mentioned in the focus group, this was a substantive debate also. And, you know, Haley and Christie were talking about raising the retirement age. Uh, which uh, Donald Trump has said, you know, he'd never do that. They're talking about foreign policy, Ukraine, Israel. And so I think, I think the focus group kind of appreciated that. Van, I wanted to hear them on the issues. I think you're calling out the, uh, the debate and conversation on Israel and anti-Semitism is right on. Haley actually mentioned the things that are going on on college campuses in her opening statement, yeah. which I thought was smart. Uh, she didn't quite make the connection, but Republicans have made the connection that, you know, Joe Biden's whole presidential campaign was based on Charlottesville. 
and what happened there. And now we're having 100 Charlottesvilles a day on campuses all over this country. And the left is, your word, disarray. I totally agree with you. And, you know, Jewish voters normally break for Democrats in these presidential campaigns. I think these Republicans got it right tonight. And I think the Republican Party has a chance here to be on the correct side of this morally and politically. And you heard that from all the candidates. Haley kind of got the ball rolling, but... Uh, I, I was pleased to see the solidarity on that stage in support of Israel. Let's